0: Hey, everybody, it's Dan Dan, and we are diving into a big book study of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Today, we are in the chapter called Into Action, and we're a little bit through it right now on page 75. We're going to pick this up at the end of the fifth step in a transitional paragraph. Now, in the fifth step, what we've done is admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. And in that discussion, we found out that to not do this completely is potentially fatal. And Bill keeps that through and through and through this book, that what we're embarked on is a life and death matter, not just in a physical sense. Some of you might be young and not suffered any of the physical consequences in a relational sense that we're going to kill the relationships with the people that we love, that we want to trust us, that we have an innate need to love us back. And we're going to kill our spiritual lives, that sense of purpose, significance, security, and satisfaction if we do not do these things to the best of our ability and learn these steps as tools that we practice or build in skill and knowledge in all our affairs. So something that we're also working towards here is the ability to keep the commitments we make to ourselves. And at some point, at some point we said, I'll do anything, Uh, I'll do anything, right, I'll do anything to get sober, I don't want to get arrested again, I don't want my wife to leave me, I don't want my kids to not talk to me, I don't want it to cost all this money, blah, 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 Wham wham wham. right, well, here's your chance, steps five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and eleven give you that very chance, here is the anything that you're going to do, and hopefully in step five, you took that seriously, and Moving from step five, we're going to hear this phrase a lot, any lengths to get it, that we said we'd do it. So those commitments that we don't keep to ourselves, here's a chance to do that. And by keeping those commitments, we're going to realize some really awesome spiritual growth. We don't have to think about spiritual growth. We don't have to make us make ourselves make ourselves grow spiritually, we just focus in on the steps and do what they say according to the big book and according to the 12 and 12. So in step six, we start in this paragraph, it says returning home, and we've gone through step five, and this paragraph is sort of in between step five and step six. The reason why I say that it's in between, even though this is step six, is it seems like there's nothing to it. But we're going to come back across a particular spiritual principle that is vital to the entire success of your recovery. And that is willingness. Willingness. Willingness is the essence of step six. So as we get into it in step six, what we're going to discover is that there's something about me that really loves my character defects. There's something about me that loves crisis, the comfort of crisis. Like, I don't want success. There's something about me that is self-defeating all the time. There's something about me that wants to trust my intuitive intellect. In other words, I know nothing about the subject of recovery, but I'm going to tell you something stupid. I know nothing. I have no track record of success of controlling my alcohol use, but I'm going to tell you how I'm going to do it this time. I have made commitments and failed them. I have made promises and not kept them. But this time I'm serious and I'm recommitting. We heard that in Bill's story. We heard that in the doctor's opinion that so many people do it that way. We've discovered this over and over. We saw in our fourth step that we are self-righteous, full of self-pity, and self-centered in all the things that we do. So we don't wanna rely on ourselves. And step six is saying, we're going to take these things we discovered in our inventory, and then we narrowed it down to something called the exact nature of our wrongs. And we discussed it as it's no longer I'm just an alcoholic, uh, but there's these character traits of alcoholic that I also am. Like I'm dishonest, and I am selfish, and I am a dominator, and I neglect things and all these different things, and I don't know how yours turned out. You got a little glimpse on how my ter- mine turned out. And we're going to ask God to remove these defects of character. This is one of the steps where willingness or complete willingness or something along the lines of perfection are mentioned as we study this, especially in the 12 steps and 12 traditions. You'll see that word kind of outlined in there, and it gives us an idea on how to deal with it. And what we're talking about here with perfect means complete and mature. Complete and mature. Not that a flawless effort is going to happen, but that it be complete and mature. And something else you're gonna see in there is that we do this repeatedly. So this isn't a one-time thing with a magical, mystical end to it where, oh, wow, I'm no longer selfish, you know, because I said the magic prayer and I did the magic thing. No, this isn't that at all. This is walking yourself into awareness that there's something greater than you in this world that we're calling God and that there's some purpose greater than your thoughts going on in this world called sobriety. And in doing that, we're going to become in service to God. Remember that our purpose is to be of maximum usefulness to God and our fellow man. And that is going to come up here. So step six, page 75, returning home, we find a place where we can be quiet for an hour. It may be longer than an hour. I don't know why I put in an hour, but an hour, I guess is like the minimum, right? We find a place where we can be quiet for an hour, carefully reviewing what we have done, meaning step one, step two, step three, step four, step five, right? We thank God from the bottom of our heart that we know him better. Taking this book down from the shelf, (sighs) blowing that dust off it for some of us, right? We turn to the page which contains the 12 steps. Carefully reading the first five proposals, we ask if we have omitted anything. All right, this is that rigorously honest with yourself, unrelenting honesty, unwavering honesty. Have you done this to the very best of your ability? If not, go back to your sponsor or whoever and get this thing done to the best of your ability. Clean it up right now. Carefully reading the first five proposals. I mean, it's carefully, think about them. We ask if we have omitted anything, for we are building Building, here we go. These are key words. We are building an arch through which we shall walk a free man at last. Wow, this is our pathway to freedom. This is what you want to do. It's vital, a matter of life and death. If Bill were to tell you, if we were to review it again, a matter of life and death that this be done to the very best of your ability. Have you held back anything? Because the idea that you'll do it tomorrow doesn't exist. How have you done on this? So let's, let's run a few questions past you, and they're sort of metaphorical, sort of nothing. They are metaphorical, and let's see if you can answer these. The first question is, is our work solid so far? All right, so that's kind of a big, ambiguous question, right? Are you generally satisfied that you've done your best? Are the stones properly in place? Are the individuals a well, little more specific, right? Have you practiced honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness? Have you revealed the resentments that you really have in your life? Are there some that you've chosen not to written down? Have you asked questions to understand what resentment is? Have you done your fifth step as completely as you can? Or did you hold some secrets back? Those are the stones. Those individual actions are your stones in place. Have we skimped on the cement put into the foundation? Have we taken these ingredients and left out the parts we don't like? We've done our program. You're saying for me a lot. For me, the fourth step was this way. In other words, I did my own version. I examined the fourth step and I found that I agreed with some parts and I did not agree with other parts. So I discarded that which I didn't agree with and moved forward. You know, that's what we're talking about. Did you leave the ingredients out of the cement that other people in AA that have been sober and have happy lives that have proven the success of the program tell you to do? Are you doing it just like they tell you to do it? Have we tried to make mortar without sand? Have we left one of the key ingredients, honesty, open-mindedness, or willingness out of our work? So once we're done examining those questions, this is by yourself at home for an hour, evidently, and just to set your timer to it or something, right? This is when we're going to do this. This is about you being honest with you. You being honest with you. Very important Skill. You being open minded with you. You being proactively accountable with you. Have you done your best? Are you keeping your commitments to stay sober? Are you doing the things that are going to lead you to the life that the people that love you would love to see from you? Because we know that's what you want too. So it goes on if we can answer to our satisfaction, we then, if, if, if we can answer to whose satisfaction? Our satisfaction. We then, after that, once we're satisfied, we then look at step six. So that's why it's a transition. We've contemplated these things, walked away from our conversation in step five, taken a minute to meditate on these ideas or a minute, 60 of them, an hour, and then we're going into step six. We emphasized willingness, that's the spiritual principle, as being what? Indispensable. You simply cannot move forward without willingness. Willingness, it tells us in step three is the door to success, willingness. Hmm, indispensable. Let that sink in. You cannot do this without willingness. So the question comes up, is step six really a focus on my character defects or is it a focus on replacing my character defects with skills of love? Is that what I'm trying to do? Am I willing to change how I approach the world? Am I willing to change how I deal with other people from how I get things at their expense to benefit me to how I can deliver things at my expense to benefit them. Think about that. Are we now ready to let God remove from us all the things which we have admitted are objectionable? In other words, we're not sitting down and making, I'm committing to not being selfish anymore. I will no longer be selfish. I am not a selfish person. I declare it now. By the power of the spirit of the universe... I am healed. That's not what we're talking about. (laughs) Fortunately, that's not what we're talking about, right? It's we're just going to ask God to show us these character defects when we're experiencing them in life and that we will correct them. We will replace them with the things that we learn from working the steps, which are patience, kindliness, tolerance. Our code is love. Are we now ready to let God, not you will it away, not you wish it away, not you plan it away. Not any of that. Not you make it go away. Are we now ready to let God remove from us all the things, all the things, everything? That's the perfect part, which we have admitted are objectionable about who? About ourselves, right? Question number two, can he now take them all, every one? Like you're willing to live without them right now. You're willing to live without lying. You're willing to live without being deceitful in other ways, without manipulating. Without using self-pity and acting like a victim that something horrible happened in your life, you're going to leverage that to get what you want. Hmm. If we still cling to something, we will not let go. We ask God to help us be willing. So there's a prayer. God, help me be willing to do this. There's certain things about me I don't want to let go. So step six is really focuses on willingness, and we're going to change I'm going to move out of this self-protective crisis mode that I love to live in and live in all the time, all the selfishness and my use of anger as a weapon and my use of anger to manipulate, my use of anger to get my way, to isolate, my use of anger to keep all my money, you know, I'm mad at him, I ain't paying him, you know, that kind of stuff. I'm going to take all that and I'm going to hand it over to God that I'm willing to give it all to him, all of it. And I'm going to try to take on, my goal will be now to learn, to practice what God wants me to be, which our book teaches is patient, kind, loving, all that kind of stuff. Now that's kind of far from who I am. And that sounds like it's going to cost me, doesn't it? So think about it. The, the question I like to ask myself is just the one I presented earlier. Am I ready to move from getting my way at somebody else's expense to providing them their way? at my expense am I ready to do that because that's what sponsorship really requires that's what service really requires the commodity or the the currency of it is probably time and attention not necessarily money and the cost of it's going to be deep relationships and unfortunately in the addiction world sometimes and tragically but am I willing to take the good and the bad Am I willing to look at my inventory of character defects and give them to God and replace them with things that make me vulnerable, that give me emotions, and allow me to live with empathy and sympathy of others? I know it. I know it. These are why I drank. I, I No, you know, no. I know this is why I drank. But the arch we are building to walk through to freedom requires just this. So in your discussion today, I hope you guys that have been around for a while can sit down and talk about how the word repeatedly shows up in our 12 and 12 and that this requires a vigilance. Step six is something we frequently revisit. It's not a one and done skill. And if you're new to it, what are some of your defects? Let's laugh a little at ourselves. What are some of the defects that you think are only you? Or that, you know, oddly enough, you're particularly good at. I used to know somebody, um, When I was in prison, I was in a program, and one of the people said this, and it's probably common in treatment, uh, the names change, the faces change, the behavior never changes. And our sense of uniqueness, of course, isn't unique at all. We think we're clever, but odds are pretty darn good. It's all been thought of and done before us. So it could be a lighthearted discussion here on step six, but remember it's a serious discussion that getting rid of these things so we can be of maximum service to God is the goal. How has that worked out for you in your life or what concerns do you have about that? I hope you have a great discussion.